Real Talk with Grace Redmond features conversations with fierce and fabulous people from Grace's community and circle who inspire others with their stories of overcoming challenges to create amazing. Grace is an entrepreneur and success coach who works with individuals to diminish their negative mental chatter, boost their confidence, achieve their goals, and increase their prosperity mindset. Get ready for a series of Anything Goes conversations with remarkable men and women that will get you jazzed for life's unlimited possibilities of success, freedom, and fun. Welcome to Real Talk with Grace Redmond. I'm Grace Redmond, and thank you for joining me on another episode of Real Talk, where I get to have real life raw conversations with incredible people from my circles and communities who have overcome challenges and created amazing. Today, I am super excited to host one of my dear friends who is just amazing, Ed Foster. Ed Foster is a Bay Area native who received an education in New England and the Pacific Northwest. Ed has walked into several startups in the early phases and was instrumental in creating company cultures that were inviting fun, productive, and made the lives of the whole organization much easier. Moving back to California in 2010, he discovered more about himself than he had in the previous 33 years of his life. Ed has an incredible, inspiring journey to share, and he always keeps it real and raw. Please help me welcome Ed Foster to Real Talk. Thank you, Grace. Thank you so much for having me. Um, This is truly an honor. It's my honor. Oh my gosh, yeah. And you have been, you're such an inspiration. You still continue to be. Thank um, you. As you are. Challenges as well. You know, I think it's one of those things where I just end up, I just kind of be me. um, And and I kind of get the feedback from folks about just kind of, you know, my journey, my my stories, and how that helps them. So I, you know, that's one of the things actually in high school that uh, was very, they, they just drilled that in your head about being, being yourself. Even mm. when you don't know who you are, just mm. do kind of what resonates within you, you know, whether it is you're curious or whether you're comfortable knowing those boundaries, but just continue to be yourself. So. I love that. And I love how you just said, continue to be yourself, even though you might not know who that is. Now, what, 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 like, what does that look like? Great question. Um, what does that look like? Well, you know, I think for me personally, it was, it, it's like, uh, when I started with you, actually, when, uh, you, I mean, I credit a lot to like where I am. I know, I know this sounds a little... <laughs> So serving, but, uh, you know, I credit a lot to when I started, when you placed me, when I was with Stansbury. Um, oh, yeah, it, it's, it truly kind of kickstarted this wonderful chapter in my life where I started beginning to understand myself. Um, because before that, I had uh, been in law. I worked in law for 13, many, many, many years. And uh, I knew that it was, it was time for me to leave law. I always say it. it well, it's very taxing. It, it wears on you. And sometimes you, you, you don't know where you're headed. And uh, I had recently, you know, well, not recently, but then uh, realized I needed a, a change in my life. And I don't know what that is because I wasn't feeling myself. Mm. Um, and I had taken a family trip to Spain, um, you know, in February of 2015. 
uh, really enjoyed it there. And it felt there was something there that resonated. There was some sort of magical vibe mm. uh, in a small town. And, you know, when I came back uh, from that trip, I realized I need to, I need to follow that. And I, I had no idea. I had, I knew no one in Spain. I knew I needed something different. I didn't know what that was. You know, I was just, I was trial paralegal before that. I was an IT guy, uh, you know, a uh, file clerk, um, but they needed something different more. I didn't know what that looked like. So I just, I pretty much went to my boss and I said, okay, I'm, it's time for me to go. I don't know where, but I got to go. I mean, that, that takes so much courage to do that just to to leave because that's what we're taught like stability and get a job and a career and stay there and that's that's what life's supposed to look like but is it really right yeah and that's that's actually one of those it's one of those points in my life where I really take it to heart like having that I mean I can say it now like having the courage to do that at the time I was I was scared shitless I like I couldn't you know uh I like what am I doing questioning my choices, but if anything, I was just following what, what resonated with me in my heart. Like I knew this was right. Mm -hmm. I didn't know uh, what else to do, uh, you know, what was gonna happen, but I knew it was gonna, I was gonna come out the other side just fine. And the intention when I went to Spain was to actually move there and live there. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know what to do with that. I went to a small beach town. Um, all the jobs there were already taken for the summer uh, for the summer months so i couldn't find a job i was already there so i just enjoyed it as much as possible and i got to know this small town estepona i highly recommend it um for people who want to travel and got to know this village and and this the folks here and they it felt like the whole town of estepona was like my friend oh my God. Um, but it was it was time for me to leave what's that how long, how long were you in spain as long as I could have. So it was only 90 days uh, since I couldn't find a job. It was a, tour, a tourist visa. Um, so I stayed the full three months, came back, and it's like, okay, I've assessed myself. You know, I've always been kind of the, wherever I've worked, I've always been that go-to guy where you either talk to me about a problem that you're having and I help you solve it. Um, if there's something that needs to be fixed in the office, uh, whether it's a printer or a laptop or a sink, that was me. Uh, and that's where I ended up signing up with you to be a temp uh, as an office manager in an EA. Um, just kind of, again, kind of matching the role with my character. And uh, started off with, uh, with uh, I think that was Inside Sales. I was. <laughs> with I, you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I remember that you had placed me with uh, Amber, um, who was uh, Amber Fairborn was my first manager and that phone interview went 45 minutes it was just talking about kind of me and where I was going what I was going through but you know the, the job was basically to support this office in San Mateo um, they were a newly acquired company and they're like listen just make them happy that's I'm like, it well that's going to cost just that's going to cost some money. There's a little bit of culture differences because the headquarters, they were headquartered elsewhere. Uh, new Silicon Valley startup uh, uh, culture with, with uh, you know, like the startup culture in, in Provo, Utah. So she's like, I know you can do it. And again, it's one of those things where it's like, 
I don't know what this is going to look like, but it's going to work out. And, and I, that's what I love about you and, and, you know, where you and I kind of resonate. It's like this intuitively, you know, like you don't know the how, but you know, because you, you can feel it and it resonates and that's not easy to do. So when you have those feelings and you don't know the how, like what keeps you grounded to know that, okay, this is going to work out? Wow. That's a great question because sometimes I'm like, what, what, what grounds me? What, what can I kind of draw upon um, to, to just kind of stay this course? Um, I will say, I think I would just acknowledge like previous experiences that have worked that mm -hmm. didn't work, go the way I had planned whether it's, um, you know, uh, educational, uh, uh, education or work, whatever it is, like, it's gonna work itself out. Yeah. Um, and you can kind of look back on those things and, and say, okay, uh, you know, this is where I need to kind of draw upon the, the many successes from before, yeah. um, you know, address those internally. Mm -hmm. and, and then being able to just remind myself uh, that on the other side of this, it's going to be great. Yes. It, it really will. Um, I and actually have. Sorry, I, I, sorry. And I like how you say it's like you draw on the experiences from the past to help you recognize, like, I can move forward in this and it's going to be OK, because I had all these situations come up successful or not. And I made it. So whatever's on the other side of this is going to be great. And I would say, like, draw. I focus more on the successful experiences. Um, of obviously, you, you want to learn from. You know, you don't. You don't really fail. It, it's only a failure if you don't learn from it, right? Oh, you don't fail. And and it becomes a success. So it's those kinds of successes. And um, you know, I I kind of repeat those things in my head. I remind myself to this day. You know, just whatever it's going to look like, it's going to be successful whether it's a team experience uh here like i had our we had our first inaugural um we call it a homecoming but we have remote workers where i work now we have remote workers all over the nation we had people uh come to our headquarters here in santa cruz and i had planned um you know it was just two days of, of team fun right we we did pickleball we had a nice team dinner um Fun. You know, we were we were going to share kind of stories and experiences with each other, uh, like su successes or the things that we can improve upon. And day one, before even before anyone even showed up to the office, my laptop at work died. Uh. Like all all my notes and and everything that I had, it was it was on there, and I couldn't start it. Um, and <laughs> I was I was a little bit freaked out because like I just had to roll kind of off the cuff. Um, the restaurant for the team dinner for 30 people called and they said, oh, well, um, we have an event in Monterey. It's 5,000 people and we're not going to be able to support your dinner. So I had to figure out where is there another place here in Santa Cruz that can accommodate for 30 people at, within a day's notice. <laughs> so so um, what do you do? I, I, well, I circled back with the, our CEO, uh, uh, Jen Zezit, and she she was just like, listen, I, I know folks here in Santa Cruz. Like, she's she's well-known within the community. Uh, she gave me a couple suggestions. We were on the phone the night before with uh, this place called The Shamanade. Oh, um, The Shamanade, it, yeah. It's yeah, amazing. yeah. 
And so they, they were willing to accommodate us and they put us kind of on a, on a little outdoor patio off to the side from the restaurant. So we did have our own space and it was great. We, you know, we kind of did like a charcuterie board. We picked the menu. Um, one of my team members was able to, I asked him to perform like a, make a good old jingle. And so he, he sang it there on the balcony. We had the sun setting, you know, it wasn't what I had planned, but this was great. And the other thing that I needed to keep in perspective too, is that people don't know otherwise. Like I'm the one who knows the plan, True. but they were the ones who were like, they got to enjoy it. And so for me, seeing everyone being able to just like have a great time and it was tears of joy, good food, good wine. And it worked out, you know, like I, it was one of those things again, like, I don't know how it's going to work out, but it will. And it turned out great. And I mean, the Chaminade's amazing and it's in, you know, the mountains. So I yes. imagine like it probably turned out better than you had anticipated, like, especially in that setting. Cause it's so gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah, it did. Um, I was, I was super grateful with, with Jen's help just getting that location because the weather on that, that day, it was, it was perfect. Um, and, and the food was, was phenomenal. So <laughs> well, that's an example. I mean, something that, you know, um, you really believe in, you really believe that there's truly a reason for everything that happens and, you know, kind I, of going to the bigger picture, you know, what is, what does that mean to you? Especially in those times when things happen that, you know, cause there's things that happen that are not that great that suck. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a great question as well. Like it's one of those things where, um, even through the hardships, like, uh, you know, they're the things that suck for me personally, it's like, um, I probably my worst critic and my own harshest critic, um, maybe it is a little bit of that perfectionism, but how do I, you know, I have to take the perspective of it sucks for me. Got to keep moving forward with it. Um, you know, knowing kind of the goal and the destination of, of, you know, what, uh, what is the next step for me? That has actually been one of my biggest str struggles is, um, is knowing is, as actually being my own main character. Mm, I um, yeah. I mean, that's the thing where, uh, even with my law experience, with my IT experience, and even in my roles in startups, I've been kind of a support role. And one thing that I am still learning to this day or, or, or overcoming is um, acting like a supporting character in my story. So oh. Oh. I want to be my own main character, right? And so what does that look like? Yeah, so tell me more about that. What is the main character in your own story? Like, what does that look like to you? What's the vision? The vision, it, it's ever evolving. And I mm -hmm. think... I, I mean, part of this inspiration that I'm drawing off of you as well, um, you know, I had started my, my career, my startup career as an office manager and an EA, but what does that look like in five years? Um, and one of those things is uh, chief of staff. Mm -hmm. And I had wanted that role in my last, uh, at my last company uh, for myself. And at the same time, I just get caught up with the needs of being an office manager, supporting an office, supporting CEOs and COOs that I get lost in that. Like, I, it's like, well, what does Ed Foster want for himself? Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it comes down to, uh, uh, you know, professionally, I, I'm now a chief of staff. Like that is, that is a role that I, I love. I, 
I hold it highly. This is my first one. Um, it, it, it feels like my forever job, quite honestly. And you're um, great like you're really great. I mean, thank you. Yeah, I mean, uh, this company allows me that flexibility to to support a team to be creative with some marketing efforts. Um, I've been involved with some TikToks and TikTok challenges, um, you know, but it's in supporting our CEO. Uh, but at the same time, I get to do it my way. You know, it's it's it, one thing that. I need to re remind myself of is being able to know that I have a role here. I have a seat at the table. I think I've, I've mentioned that to you before. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've always kind of stood in the background, but here I'm sitting at the table. And so professionally, like that's, mm -hmm. that's one of the things like, what do I, what is my own main character uh, look like? It's having a seat at the table professionally as a chief of staff. Um, and personally, it's like, I've always wanted to be a traveler. Um, and if, you know, I, I'd love to, I'd love to, uh, you know, see lots of different cultures. That's always added kind of uh, flavor to, to my life and my stories. Um, but from my travels, I've had this, I've had this story in my head, um, uh, just a, a, a children's book that I think I've told you about before. Yeah that uh you know being an author and i think that's one of the things where uh that's one of my main thing one of my um uh, i guess objectives for myself like i want to be an author um, and you can be the thing is I, i've had a story i've had like chapters written i have not published it and so you know with you uh with your announcement earlier to uh in, in our podcast it's like you know what this is a sign. Yeah. What does it sell? I think. Yes. So the synchronicities, which which brings me to you know there there's there's a greater source. Um. So right there, I typically don't share those things right before we come on the podcast. Um. I kind of save it for its own announcement. But I felt you know guided to do that today. So now I understand why. So it's those small synchronicities and those messages from the universe. So there you go. I'm I'm so excited that that came through for you. I mean, that, that's the thing is like these small little moments that may seem like small little moments, they really do amount to, to so much more, right? When someone listens to something, you just don't know, like a conversation on BART or mm -hmm. with coworkers or just, uh, you know, watching something on TV, um, connecting with a good friend and being on their podcast, yeah. you know, uh, it, it's, it's taking those signs to heart but then doing something with it too. And that's yeah. the thing is where for me, it's like, okay, the universe is telling me something, I need to act on it, you know? And, and, and I really start to see these things as calls to action. Mm. Um, whereas I think in my younger versions of myself, they'd be like, oh, these are great. These are great stories. Or that's, that's, that's great that, uh, you, you know, you're, you're publishing a book. Um, and then I would leave it at that mm. where it's like, no, wait, I want a book. I have, I have chapters that I've written, you know, I can hone, hone in on what this story is going to look like and illustrate it. It's, it's a children's book, um, maybe a young adult, um, but it's, it's taking those steps and, and, and having just the small little sparks of action that I think most, for me personally, I've needed that constantly, you know, it's kind of a battle. So you mean to take action, like the motivation to take or the inspiration motivation to, to 
the inspiration and taking the inspiration to motivate you to do something with it because we're all here for a reason. Uh, we all have something to contribute. Yes. Whether we do it or not, we do have that. It, it's there. Absolutely. It's just acknowledging it and saying, you know what? There is room for me here on this in this world, you know? And the, I think that gets lost on some yes. folks. It did, it did on me for a very long time I mean it gets lost in a uh, you know I know it got lost on me you know while I was raising the kids and they're small and I have the business and you know the uh, mic's traveling and I have a million things like it get you get lost in in the race yeah and then not even hear those messages you know coming because it's like you're so steeped in your doing and and not really even inspired it's just I got to do this right and, and it becomes one of those things where it's like, I hear, a, you know, meditation is a great practice to do, or journaling is great to do, you know, and I hear these things, but it's like, no, like, there's, there's a reason for that. And so That's you got to right. take that time. Um, you know, something I do in the mornings is I listen to uh, a, a meditation that reemphasizes, you know, accepting my path, but, uh, and loving myself, which is great. But there's also something that I lose sight of is just respecting yourself. Like you have a place here. Yes. And uh, that always kind of kickstarts. I do pay attention to the days that maybe I'll skip it. (laughs) You know, maybe I wake up through my alarm um, and and then like my day just starts off kind of like not the way I had planned. So then I skip the meditation and then you kind of see it's like, oh, that's why, you know, it's like just take take some time to to do that and remind yourself. You know? Oh, totally. I mean, now it's like, it's rare I skip because I notice like if I skip, I'm like, okay, like I'm not as grounded. Like I feel like I'm spinning yeah. and then like, right. all right, like I need to go, even if I just have to go in the ladies room and just take a breather, you know, if I'm out and about, cause I know like I didn't take that time to get grounded. And, you know, I think I've told this story before, but I've always had a business coach. So, you know, 25 years ago when I had my first business coach and you know, or less than 25 years ago, whatever, 20, because Raymond's 22. He was like, you really need to take 20 minutes to meditate. I was like, dude, fuck you. <laughs> you know, 20 minutes to meditate. You know? <laughs> right. When you're in the hustle and bustle, you're not even you're 20 minutes. Wait a minute. I'm using that time to like, like kind know, of eat, maybe. Right? And yeah. now I'm like, oh, well, I was the one that was, fuck you. Like, I wasn't ready to hear it. Yeah. You know, yeah. but had I had I taken those 20 minutes, I would really help myself because when we take that time, we really create more space in the day. Right. Right. But like you said, you weren't ready. Like, no. I, I love that because those are the things where that perfectionist or that ego inside me oh. just kind of looks at those things. And it's like, oh, if I had only just known this sooner. And I think that kind of comes from my upbringing and, and maybe it's a culture thing but it's it's also I've come to the point now where it's like I just wasn't ready like no. that I wasn't ready to hear it at that time I look on relationships you know past relationships and and I'm friends with some of my exes and it, it's to the point where it's like wow this could have gone really well if right but it's like but I wasn't I was a different person back then right. you know Oh, relationships are tough because we come into the relationship with all our trauma baggage. Yes. And then our traumas hit up against each other, right? 
brain. And, and that's our traumas. And we think, you know, oh my God, this is so exciting. But what we don't realize, and it, it can be exciting. I'm not saying that. It's just <laughs> trauma is just like, wow, here we go. But we got to heal ourselves, right? Right. I mean, that's kind of been my stance. My my parents, my family, they would love to have, uh, you know, grandkids and, and me in, in a long-standing marriage. But, you know, what I had, what I keep on reminding them about is, I wasn't the person that I'm not, I wasn't ready for that at that time, you know, and now it's for me, it's like, okay, let's assess like who I am and what I'm ready for. Um, and it's a challenge for them because they want something different for me. And I've had yeah. so, such a big upbringing uh, uh, with, with kind of those goals. And even I want them myself, but at the same yeah. time, it's like, in order for me to be in a successful, longstanding relationship, like I am learning to love myself and accept myself and, yes. and, and right and respect myself, but I also want that in my partner. And mm -hmm. so, um, I I told them when it happens, it'll be the, the most beautiful day. Yes. Uh, yes. You know, and and, and yeah. you, you don't want to. And I get this too. It's like you don't want to feel rushed and be put in a situation where it's just you you feel like you have to. Yes. Um, or it's obligated and. I, obligation i mean from from a, a filipino uh a catholic upbringing like there's a lot of like duty you know it, which is noble at the same time it's like when you want to focus on yourself and, and and you know achieving your own masterpiece maybe you're not using the same tools or or you have the same path as as anyone else and so and that's okay yes but but it's it's it can be <laughs> Well, tell me, about, challenge. tell me about it. I mean, I come from a Palestinian, you know, um, Christian background and we also have like this nobility and the way it's supposed to go. And you're supposed to yep. get, as a woman, you're supposed to get married, you know, when you're like 18, 19, 20. And then if not, then you're an old maid and the person you marry has to be from the same culture who comes from like a, you know, a well-to-do family and they have to be this. And I was like, I was fucked. Like, I was like, that's, <laughs> I was 24. Wait a minute. I have, although I met an amazing, you know, guy and he, you know, he's my best friend, but you know, it's like, they put these things in your head and you, yeah. but there's no right or wrong. It's like, we could do life, marriage, relationships in very different ways. And I think, I love how you're talking about this. And I tell my boys this, there's not just one way. It doesn't have to be a white picket fence for you to be happy. Right. Right. Yeah. And uh, I, on top of that, I think, I kind of focus on like my God kids, uh, like mm. my nephews and my niece, but they're, they're, I mean, one is about to head into college. One just got into high school, but one of the things, one of the questions that I never, I, I, or I don't recall ever hearing from my folks is what do you want for yourself? What mm. do you see for yourself? And it's not like, do you want to be a doctor or I can't wait till you're a lawyer. It's like, what is your passion? What, do you want for yourself? And I, I think that's something that, you know, folks like us, like we can pass that on, right. Yes. In terms of you can, you are the creator, you are, yes. you know, the master of your destiny. So absolutely. absolutely. And, and I have passed that to my boys cause they were afraid to tell me like, like, I don't want to do college right now. And I said, okay, explore live, work, see, I mean, college is going to stay there. You're, you know, you're still young. That's not the, the only path go and 
you know, I don't know what find yourself, but explore, have experiences, travel, Absolutely. do all those things because you have your whole life. You're like, start, you know, we start working when we're 22, we're going to work for the rest of our lives. Right. And you kind of get stuck in the rat race, if you will. That's right. But there is a benefit to that gap year because if you're knowingly taking like some time away to figure out what you want to do, you're going to make those years, your your higher education more fruitful. Yes. Something that benefits you. And then you at an early, I'll say early, but you know, 20s, you, you know, you could, you're, you're learning like, okay, there is a reason to kind of take a step back and it's okay. Yes. And those yes. are like, it's okay. is such an important phrase. It's um, okay. And, and there's no, you, we could do this and that we could take a gap year and go to college. Right. You know, we can focus on a career and have a family. We can be single and be happy. Yes. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't have to be this one way, but also um, society conditioned us that way for a reason. Like, you know, we needed, you know, that conditioning for a reason, but now there's different ways to do things and, and just bringing light to that. Like, it's not wrong if you want to do things a different way. Absolutely. And, and those are, that's why like, you know, these types of podcasts or, you know, just conversations are so important. And yes. I think they're had, and they're probably had with friends, but sometimes you want to hear that with like family or close ones or loved ones where yeah. it's okay, we're going to get through this. Absolutely. Right? But I also find that a lot of us, we don't feel like I had a girlfriend. I mean, of course I'm ready, you know, I'm open. I have girlfriends I'm vulnerable with and um, you know, I'm pretty open, but I had one girlfriend say, you know what, Grace, like, why don't we talk about these things in our group? Like, I thought I was alone. Like, how come we don't talk about these things? And I said, well, because it's hard for people to be vulnerable. It's hard for people to share because we were taught to wear a mask and everything's okay. It's fine. Um, but in reality, like, yes, we could be fine. And we're going navigating this. There's nothing wrong. This is life. We're going to have challenges. Like talk mm -hmm. about it, like let it out. Mm -hmm. It's okay. No one's like, right. we could, we could have fabulous and challenges. It's a contrast. There's always going to be a contrast. The irony of, of like having a podcast or the irony of having like uh, social media is people are portraying, portraying uh, what are they called? Like uh, sometimes like who you present yourself as in social media is not who you <laughs> are, right? True. Which is why having something like real talk, like have, <laughs> have a real talk with yourself. But yeah. it's, it's the irony is it's easier to do that in front of a screen, right? Because then you know, this podcast will be over or, you know, I can walk away from the laptop, but you still are yourself. So I think sharing in person, it, it presents a challenge, you know, and it's somewhat old school, but yeah, it's needed. It, it is definitely needed. It is. Um, and, you know, that's why I like to, you know, bring light to these things. Of course, we have to be discerning, you know, you get to be discerning. And you, you, you get to have your privacy, just, you know, like, it's okay. Like we all go through things and it's okay to share. It doesn't make us less than it doesn't, you know, I, right. um, our challenges um, are not, you know, tied to our identity. It's just something that we're going through. Right. And having that mindset of your identity is fluid, you know, you'll have like your core you, yes. but in terms of your role in life, your stage in life. Um, that is all that it's okay that those things are fluid. Um, and you just gotta, you just gotta stay true. I mean, I know it's cliche, but when you understand who you are, as you go and enter any room or 
anywhere in life, right? Then you have that confidence, yes. right? To to know like uh, to adapt, to be flexible, or to assert kind of your vision and your dreams. Right. So. right. And and I know like the that phrase, like I said, be true to who you are. Sometimes like you don't even know who you are. Like you're not really sure what to be true to because like we've we've been conditioned. Um, and so like how like how do you be true? I guess, you know, doing what you want for yourself. You think that would be something that be true to yourself, like being true? That is, yeah. And I wish you I had you in my ear when I was a teenager. <laughs> or that, you know, I that, when I was a teenager. That that advice is so great because you know, that's that's something where I you kind of if you don't know, you kind of rely on on the out mm-hmm. uh not the outliers, but outside influences, right? If you can kind of take a step back and understand kind of what the values that resonate within you are what what your own kind of vision is like whether it's even a fog right just know that if you can take a step forward and not have to you're not harming anyone you're uh you you know you're doing something that's contributing uh and and you have a part in that that's something where uh even when you can you can navigate through any fog with that yes Absolutely. And like you said, when you have that confidence, when you know who you are and something you talk about is, um, you know, how knowing your worth can really make you so successful. Right. It's it's looking back on those little wins, um, whether it's signing up with Stansberry, whether it's having the courage of saying this role isn't right for me now, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, I'm going to move into a, a different uh, move to a different company, right? Or just having those, like looking back on those things and keeping that in your pocket mm-hmm. will give you that confidence. I mean, you can at least just stand, you know, put your two feet on the ground, be flat footed, stop, take a, take a deep breath and just count to three. Yes. And sometimes the answer reveals itself. Oh my goodness. It really does. When we get quiet with ourselves. Yes. So something like I want to talk about, because um, we all have that negative chatter in our mind, you know, it's just, it, it is, you know, it is what it is. And we have a choice to be the observer or the absorber of that negative chatter. What do you say to I that? I love that. <laughs> so what do you say to that negative chatter when it comes up in your mind? God, um, I honestly, I hearken back to like books that I've read, mm-hmm. um, that I've listened to, um, you know, when I, when I hearken back to those things where it's like uh the, the previous like hearing other people's stories um you know uh like i books that i i would talk about is like um jen sincero's you're a badass love that one yeah i mean sometimes like i just need that voice to to remind me that there is something special about you 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 can do it even if, even if you don't have the confidence I think she's even talked about faking it to making it, but just stand there and be present in the room. You might not know what step, what direction to take, but just stand there and just, just stand your ground. It's okay. Take a breath, you know, and you'll figure out which direction you want to go in when the time is right, when the situation kind of presents itself in the room. And that's, that's something that I kind of take to heart with myself, whether it's, 
um, it, it, you know, meeting an investor, um, you know, not knowing anyone, but knowing that I have uh, mac and cheese, like, you know, uh, good old mac and cheese. Like, I just hold on to that and just know I'm the chief of staff here. I represent the company. Um, I might not know what kind of partnerships you have to offer, but I know where we stand and let's hear it, you know, and that's where you kind of stop and listen. And, and, that's and you, you kind of adjust. And that's the confidence yeah. you're talking about because you believe in you and what you're doing, which brings us, let's talk about Goodle. <laughs> Thank you for that reminder and the confidence. Yeah. I mean, the, you know, I can't, I said, I think I said earlier, this is like my forever job, like uh, chief of staff of a mac and cheese company. You know, I was in my pre previous role. I felt like I was hitting the, the, the ceiling there. I didn't know what was next. And I wanted, I wanted more. Um, I knew that there was more to to my life than just being kind of the, the office manager EA, EA role, executive admin. So I ended up, um, I just looked up at the universe on a Saturday. I said it out loud and I said, all right, let me be prepared to accept whatever's next, whatever that is. And I didn't see this happening. Um, that was on a Saturday. On Monday, I checked my email before I log into our uh, all hands meeting. This was during the pandemic. And my current boss, she sends me an email. She's like, what are you doing? Can we hire you? <laughs> I just, I literally, like, I rolled back in my, I, I was like, I'm paying attention. Uh, and I told, I, my response was, fuck yeah, we should. Let's have a chat. Um, and so, you know, we, she was telling me about this healthy mac and cheese company. It's packed with protein. It's packed with fiber. Um, but there's also this Hollywood element to it. Um, she's been the CEO of four different or uh, three other different brands. Um, and the whole point is to give really good food that, uh, you know, that's nutritious, but also it inspires joy. Like that is kind of, that is our main goal, right? Well, that's um, mac and cheese. It's comforting. I love mac and cheese. It's comfort food. And you know what? All the stuff that's out there is, has zero nutritional value, but we have protein, we have fiber, we have prebiotics, we have 21 nutrients uh, from vegetables. Mm. But if you if you have it, it doesn't taste like it. It tastes so, better than that warm bowl that you had as a kid. Um, that nice little, you know, hug that you had on a Saturday morning watching cartoons. Um, so you throw that in there, this great product. And then we also have someone who's from Kraft. Paul Earls, one of our founders, he, he worked for Kraft. Um, Deb Luster is our chief impact officer. She uh, came from Annie. She actually founded Annie's Mac and Cheese with Annie and, and Andrea. Amazing. Um, so we have, the, we have the mac and cheese pedigree. But the kicker is this Hollywood element, um, Gal Gadot, who plays Wonder Woman. Um, she's, I think, like the 37th most followed person in the world. Wow. She's also one of our founding partners. And so Jen comes to me with this proposition. She's like, wait, what am I doing? I'm a cheapest. Wait, what? Isn't that um, And then you, you know, it's like you had that thought. And well, I mean, I go, it was all these steps to that moment. Right. Exactly. And, and that's where I kind of knew like, okay, there is something to this. All those like the yeah. fogs that you navigated through, there is a purpose to it. And yeah. it brought me to this point. I mean, I previously worked with Jen two companies ago and that's how she, uh, 
I, I she was I was in her head. She was like, "Hey, we need someone like you at our company." I'm like, "I am there. I am there." And this, like, I trust her. I believe in her. She's so inspirational. You need to meet her. You should come down to Santa Cruz. Yes, I will be coming um, to Santa Cruz. Please, uh, and, and meet her. Like you, you would just see. It's it's kind of like our conversations, how we we speak, and it's 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 like it's awestruck. Like I'm I'm awestruck with her uh, when whenever I see her on our team meetings, and it's she does it with joy. Like there's there's just this genuine authentic mission to feed people something really good that tastes yummy and it's good for you and mac and cheese is actually just one of the one of the starting things that we have we hope we're going to be a generational company i will say it on this podcast for the first time yeah uh, we, we are a generational company when it comes to the, the noodle industry and you'll find us in many other aisles soon i love um, it I, love I, it. I know it i just feel it and i know what we're working on so I love it. Well, I'm I just excited felt, about it. That's so exciting because I just felt the energy. And that's, you know, that's what it's about. It's like the success, like we wait for this one big success to blow blow up. But it's, you know, I've learned like it's not overnight. It's all of those, you know, little things that come to the flourishing. And so with that said, like, what would you say to someone who's, you know, kind of either, in, um, you know, in their career or as an entrepreneur that they're putting all this effort in and they feel like it's just not moving fast enough for them? What would you say to them? Wow. Um, very, very similar to kind of how I approach things in, in the sense of keep at it, keep with your mission, realize what, what your values are, know kind of what the goal is. Um, and if you're not moving towards that, something, you, you got to be able to let go of your ego, <laughs> mm -hmm. know that maybe that's not the direction that it's supposed to take. And it will, the path will actually evolve, right? It will come to fruition in front of you. Um, and similar to kind of what we had said before, where it's like, don't take a step forward. If you're hesitant, like don't, if you're not sure, it's okay to just stay here right now, take a breath, assess, and see what kind of moves in front of you and it'll follow you'll follow it and it will follow you mm. it's it's kind of a symbiosis where um the universe will find its way to you as you find your way to it oh i love that that's because <laughs> we always like want to do something and sometimes the best thing to do is do nothing and then right. it'll come and it'll be guided and doing nothing is okay staying you, you 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 need movement you just don't want to stay yeah. there but doing nothing at the moment is okay so in yeah. that moment when you're not sure what to do it's best to just stay present and the answers will come stay, stay mindful and then pay attention to to the surrounding the, the changes around you mm. and those little things you'll you'll begin to recognize them a lot easier yes and, yeah. and you'll be a lot more comfortable in not in in knowing that there is something ahead you don't know what it is but on the other side of this fog it's going to be the great the, the sunshine destination that you were you were hoping for or meant for yes amen which yeah. you know i mean this is for a whole other podcast but you just covered surrender allow trust detach yeah. <laughs> it's the prayer it's the, yeah it totally <laughs> is um and in some ways yeah that it, it kind of boils down to just those things that just the simple things, the little things. 
the simple things. And, and yeah. that's what it comes down to. I think we make it a lot more complicated than it is. We do. We I do. can stay here with you all day, Mr. Ed uh, Foster. I totally could. Grace, we could, we could talk forever. Yes, yes, yes. I appreciate you joining me so much today. And if someone's interested in learning more about Goodle, where can they find them? Find you, find Goodle. Let Definitely. Us um, so goodles.com, G-O-O-D-L-E-S.com is where you can find all our fabulous products, more than just mac and cheese. We actually have merch like necklaces, mac rings, uh, sweatshirts, all kinds of stuff. Um, along with the healthy Mac, that's where, that's where they can find it. Um, all our socials too. Uh, all goodles is our, our, is our handle for all our socials, Instagram, TikTok, I think Snapchat and Twitter. So. And we'll also put all that information um, at the end of the podcast. But as always, if anyone has any questions, let us know. I am so grateful for you to join us here today because I know there are so many other places you can be. And I'm thankful for you um, today. And always, if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share and always reach out with questions. Until next time, I wish you a really amazing and, and blessed day ahead. And Ed, hang on. Hang on with me for a second. Bye, all. My pleasure. Bye. Hey, love, thank you so much for listening today. I am so grateful for you. I'd like to show you my appreciation by gifting you a free forgiveness self-hypnosis audio download. Part of living the fun and fabulous life is practicing forgiveness. Forgiveness can be such a long and challenging process. My intention is that this forgiveness audio will help you in practicing forgiveness, especially with yourself. Grab it by visiting daretoachieve.com backslash forgiveness. For more inspiring tips, make sure to connect with me on social media. Drop me a line on Facebook or Instagram at Grace Redmond Dare to Achieve. Until next time, keep moving forward towards living your fabulous life.